start this shit off, man. Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. What's happening, ladies, gentlemen, kids, dogs, cats, rhinoceroses, squirrels, possums, cats, and dogs. What's really, 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 really good. I hope all of you are getting to plenty of chicken this week, plenty of guap, plenty of cheddar. Uh, you finding peace, love, and happiness in whatever it is that you're doing. Um, last week, uh, we had the great Steve LeCarte on. I hope you got a chance to listen to that. If not, go back and listen to it. He's the writer of the What's My Name documentary uh, that was executive produced by the LeBron James and the Maverick Carter and uh, directed actually and directed and produced by the great Antoine Fuqua so we had a lot of uh, black excellence uh, that was involved with that and um, we had the great uh, you know Steve LeCart come and uh, drop some jewels on us man so uh, thank you to him uh, for helping bring that to life one of our heroes um, and uh, really was cool man just seeing you know we always know Muhammad Ali affected so many people um, but, uh, you know, Steve, obviously, uh, you know, a white guy, um, wrote the documentary, did a great job and hearing him talk about how he was inspired by Muhammad Ali. And, you know, it just, it reinforces that we, we really do have the power to shape and shift the world. However, uh, we see fit. And I actually seen something super, uh, inspiring today. I know we, uh, always say, you know, we should leave the world a better place. Yada, yada, yada. But uh, I had seen some guy on uh, the L.A. Times uh, TV station today, and he said, uh, if you haven't left the world a better place uh, by the time you've gone, or if you haven't affected your community in a better way by the time uh, you pass away, then you haven't lived at all. And uh, I think that's, that's, that's the new way for us to put it. If you're not helping out your community uh, the people around you leaving this world a better place than you really not living. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that takes no type of monetary backing. You know what I'm saying? From the jump, you know, you talking, giving a little love to everybody you see, whoever might need it, whatever, sending some jewels out. And, you know, based upon how you grow and develop, the bigger and better you get, the more you can, you know, um, give to the community and to your surrounding area so and to the world so keep that in mind man if you ain't leaving the world a better place better in your community you ain't living boom so let's start off by giving all 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 all, all the love we can the grace to the king of pop he passed on this day i believe it was 10 years ago man so uh my favorite michael jackson moment is a moment i don't really remember but my parents always tell me about it is uh, i believe it was my kindergarten graduation going into the first grade uh i moonwalked across the stage that's a, that's supposedly it's a true story moonwalked across the stage hit the spin move grabbed the jock all of that it really happened went down that way you feel me and uh, i actually remember where i was when he passed too man i think uh i was not i think i was i was in haley hall with uh my brother maurice robinson biz uh who else was with us isaiah 
all at Haley Hall at Bowie, man, and uh, we was all watching TV, seeing Mike was getting rushed to the hospital, and uh, yeah, it was like real quick, like as soon as he went in there, or at least when we had saw it, it looked like they had took him in there, and maybe like no less than like 30 minutes, they had like pronounced him dead or something crazy like that, so all I remember that summer was just going up with Mike all summer. Uh, stay with my boy Marcus that summer. We was playing vinyls, um, listening to, uh, not listening, but watching all his music videos, man. And you know, it's so great to be able to go back. And uh, you know, you wish it wouldn't have to happen when people pass, but man, to really go back and look, especially his work, man, just seeing how fucking great he was, man. Like he was. He really was the best, man. Really was the best. And, um, you know, lucky. I mean, Mike, he got crowned the king and all of that before he left. So, um, wasn't, I guess, probably too much more roses he needed. Like, everybody knew who Mike was, what he represented, what he brought to the table. Um, so, shout out to Mike, man. And um, to another one of our lost soldiers, he had a, he had a cool... Um, I don't want to say uh, dedication to him at the BT Awards. Nip, we talk about him a lot because he means that much to us, and we gotta keep his name alive. But he got the Humanitarian Award and the uh, Male uh, Hip Hop uh, Artist of the Year, I believe. So uh, for him, I actually do feel a little bit, you know, bad that he wasn't here to receive that or be a part of it. And um, you know, I just hope. He would have got those same um, accolades, even if he was still alive. We'll never know. But hopefully moving forward, uh, we don't have to wait for people to pass to give them all that love. Yes, that is the boys in blue. But, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, yeah, just give them all of their love while they're here. And that's for anybody, even people we know, man, that's doing stuff on the local or lower level. Uh, just give them all the love we can, man. Don't wait. I was thinking about that the other day. Um, just about uh, some stuff a friend of mine was talking about. Yo, I want to get on this. Uh, can't really talk about it, but I want to uh, work on this thing with you. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, man, I really want to do that after I do this because I think it'll be the perfect timing when we yada, yada, yada. But, you know, uh, sometimes, not sometimes, but I think all the time the best thing you can do is put that action forward uh immediately you know what i'm saying you never know you know what's around the corner for you or the next person so if it's in your power like i suggest just just move on it man that's like that's something i've always prided myself on and i uh i recommend all of you do the same thing just move on it anything that's on your mind like that's what separates a lot of people in this world. The not so good from the good and the good from the great, you know? And the great from the Hall of Fame legend type individuals, you know? Uh, it's really who's going to take those steps. Like, you got to go out there and do it, period. Like, I don't care what it is. If it's on your mind, it's on your heart, it's on your spirit, and you're thinking about it. Just put that foot forward, man, and make it happen. Like, period. Ain't even nothing to think about. Like, because so much will come from what you perceive or your fears of 
you know, failure uh, is really going to catapult you to a whole nother level and make you better. But you can't even get to the next step if you don't take the first step. And you can't get to the third step or the fourth or the fifth step if you don't take the previous ones. So just go out there and do it. Like, I really just pride myself on that. And I love that I be around so many people that pride themselves on doing it like no we're not gonna talk about it no we're gonna be about it let's do it like the talk anybody could talk let's do it let's be about this action and speaking of that i need to go pick up my whiteboard today because i got a list of my goals hope you all hopefully y'all did the same thing and didn't throw it away after the first month but my goals for the year and i'm hoping none of them got a rollover i'll be able to get all of them but some of them already been rolling out so i gotta start marking them off my goals for the year and uh also i have put um you know this is a jewel between me and my listeners but um i'm trying to create everybody talks about it they seven streams of income to get to their millions man i wrote down my seven and been putting them into effect you know so i'm checking them off one by one my seven different streams of income so if that's something you're interested in i suggest all of you sit down um and think man like this like life is a all it is is a simple math equation man it's one plus one two plus two like this is very simple mathematics man to how we get about life and uh you know capture it in the way we do it you know all it is is we prioritize and we execute that's it you prioritize you execute you think out the plan you give yourself that strategy you prioritize say it again for you prioritize and execute and the cool thing is most of the stuff we doing it's not new no idea is original we all taking a little something from somewhere so whether i'm writing a book i'm not the first person to write a book it's trillions of people i could look at that was successful and look up their process for how they got to the point that i'm trying to get new york times bestseller sell a million copies whatever it is like how do they do it like all this information is available if i want to start my own damn um toothpick line i don't know it's plenty of people who didn't did that before right so we can look all of this stuff up you know you prioritize and execute what's important handle it and then we execute you know so that's 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 just me rambling but that's how man like life is good yo that's all i can say like life is really good and i just pray that nobody is holding on to their dreams and their talents like go out there and do this shit man it's there for your taking uh, you got all the resources to make your mama proud your daddy proud everybody to fund your homies man to help you take trips however you want to do it all it takes is some dedication bro and some little just a little bit of i don't care like i don't care i don't give a damn if i fail because i can't fail 
I don't give a damn if I fail because I can't fail. Because that initial fail is just you thinking you're going to fail because you're not going to fail. So don't fear that shit, man. Go out there and get it. It's here for the taking. But anyway, uh, shout out again to the King of Pop and Nip, man. Shout out to them. Uh, Another anniversary. One of the best albums of all time. Uh, Reasonable Doubt by Jay-Z. Came full in effect. I don't even know how many years ago that was. He came out 96 when 2019. So what's that? Like 23 years ago? I want to say. Yeah, like 23 years ago. So shout out to Reasonable Doubt, man. Plenty of great tracks on there. Probably my favorite is Bring It On. Oh, man, shit. Probably Bring It On, Feeling It. Or politics as usual. Those are my three. But man, when Biggie came on there with that fuck fists, fights, and lame scuffles, shoot your daughter in the calf muscles, like shit like that. I mean, that's that's crazy. But yeah, I think I'm going to go with those. So I'm going to go with uh, Bring It On, Feeling It, Politics as Usual. Those are my top three joints on uh, Reasonable Doubt. So definitely ride around, play that uh, today. Uh, if you're thinking about whatever that thing is that we were just talking about that you're going to create or do, uh, pop that on, listen to it while you brainstorming, and go get to that chicken. Big time. Big time. That Popeye's double fried chicken. Go get to it. That's what it is. It's here for the taking. It's here for you, baby. It's here for all of us. Get that double fried chicken out the way. I'm not going to keep you all long today, man. I'm just feeling very positive feeling very happy man uh, like i said i just i'm just glad y'all here to listen with me uh quick things uh iggy was on the breakfast club today and a lot of questions a lot of people been asking about um mark jackson if he was blackballed uh of course they'll never come out and say it but um iggy was on there and he was talking about today how he feels like he was uh, Mark Jackson was blackballed uh, because of his personal views. Uh, really, it sounded like I guess on gay marriage or same yeah same sex marriage. Um, and uh, you know he said what plenty of us always say like uh, it's all right for you to have your beliefs, but you know is it still all right for me to not agree with you and still have respect for you? You know. And we can still coexist. And uh, it seems like that wasn't possible for Mark Jackson. And I feel like um, it's like that with a lot of stuff, man. But uh, we can't hold our tongues, man, honestly, about whatever it is. Like, um, you know, you got to speak your truth. Not saying you can't be strategic with it, but uh, you really do. You got to speak your truth, man. And I'm sure when Mark was saying what he was saying, he wasn't even probably thinking about the ramifications of you know everything that was probably gonna fall out you probably thought he'd still be coaching right now so you know it's um it's just uh it's you know it's just something to think about like and i think that's why we need to continue having uh dialogue and um really being able to dive into a lot of these issues as to why you know we can't find a way to have um respect for one another but at the same time um you know feel comfortable with 
uh, giving each other our views, you know, wholeheartedly, you know. So just something to think about. I'm going to definitely go check that out uh, probably a little bit later. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, go check out Iggy on the Breakfast Club. Jesse Smollett. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Jesse. I'm uh I'm not even gonna stay on this too long, but I mean what we all thought was pretty apparent, but he had uh it was a video of him with the Chicago PD and them coming in, I guess, to his house to check on him, I guess, after he called and told him something happened. And um he still had the news. This was the most shitty knotted noose I have ever seen put together in my life. Now, granted, I've only seen these joints on like movies, fucking Django Unchained, Amistad, shit like that. Uh, Birth of a Nation. Shout out to Nate Parker and you know the crew. But. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I fell victim to the damn. Uh, I just seen all oh, the you believe everything you see on TV type shit because that fucking not look crazy. And the only reason I'm saying it look crazy is because he said he kept it on. So he said he was keeping it on because he wanted him to see it. So I'm pretty sure this is how they had it. And they, you know, that's how they apparently, you know, put it on your neck. And it looked like a fucking noose that a black person would have did. Not a fucking racist white man Because that shit probably would have looked like it did on the movies I'm just saying Black folks probably would have That's probably how it, it looked like a shitty knot It did It looked like you like got your shoelaces all tied up Too good, too tight And you just trying to get it out That's what it looked like It looked like some shit like that So I could believe a black dude did that I don't think that was a white man's knot man. I'm sorry <laughs> But I think we all knew that at this point, but it was funny to see. So if you go on TMZ, they got the video there, man. Y'all can check that out. That shit looked like yo, that, was, that was not a white man's not, man. But uh, anyway, um, Jesse, Reasonable Doubt, Mark Jackson, the king of pop. Okay. I've been waiting for this one, baby. Okay. So maybe I could post the link, too. But apparently it's something we just ain't put a name on it, but it's something called a foodie call, not booty foodie call F O O D I E. This is when a person who is uh, diseased with broke assness actually calls up uh, a person who they weren't interested in may have gave them the number but you deaded the type shit like you not really fooling with them whatever whatever Uh, and you called them with the sole purpose of having them pay for a meal now uh, to most people this would just be described as uh, fuck shit. That's what it would be described as. Um, 
I don't really even know what else to call it, honestly, outside of that. If you, like, you calling someone up with the sole purpose of paying. No, pay for your own meal, bro. Like, pay for your own meal. Like, I got a, I got a real problem with that. I got a real problem with that. So it was a big discussion they had on this Dallas news station. And uh, they had took some poll and it was like, yeah, there's plenty of, you know, women who go about life for the foodie call. Let me tell you something. If we ain't been talking, you absolutely don't have to worry about me with that foodie call because I will not be accepting. Now, granted, you're very covert with it. You make it seem very innocent. But nah, like a player can see that one from five light years away easily. So this is just to some of my brothers and sisters who may not because guys probably, I mean, probably do do it too. I could see that happening. Don't fall for the okie doke, man. If they not talking to you, man, don't accept a random joint out the blue. And if you do bring cash enough for yourself. And let that be the end of it. Because he or she going to have to pay for their own shit. Simple as that. And while we on the topic of that shit. Ladies. There's nothing wrong. With paying for a damn meal. Every once in a while. I say that. Knowing. That. A man. Should come. Always ready to pay At least for himself At least for himself If he got invited out No he should not Just be expecting to pay for both of y'all No I don't subscribe to that If you asked him to go out and eat Then sure if he wants to come out of the goodness of his heart And do it absolutely But It's nothing wrong with you pulling out your Visa, MasterCard, American Express, your bankroll, and saying, you know what, sir? I got it today. I got this shit today. I know you can pay for it. I know you can pay for it. And you usually do pay for it. I appreciate that. But today... It's on me. As much as he may try and take the bill, no, 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 I don't, nah, you shouldn't. Sister, I'm telling you, I'm putting you on game. Not like you got to do it every, all the time, whatever. Don't wait too long, no. Don't wait too long. Make the man feel, you know, special about some shit sometime. Pull it out. I got it. And I'm not talking about no Burger King, McDonald's type shit. Unless that's the shit you on. You in high school or, you know, college or some shit like that. Early, early college. But I'm talking about, yeah, y'all go somewhere at night. You know, cool. Like, it don't even, not even like it got to be super expensive. But I got it, big dog. Don't even trip. I'm telling you, ladies, it will take you a long way. Long way. Just in terms of that man feeling a little bit appreciated. You feel me? On top of the fact that he probably paying for you most of the time when you go out. Like, make that man feel special, B. Pick him up. Or pick him something up. Bring him some shit to work. 
You feel me? Bring him something. Do something nice. Do something real thoughtful. You know what I'm saying? Surprise him with some shit. So it's nothing wrong. Yeah, we just gotta tweak the foodie call. Let's tweak it a little bit. Let's let's put a positive spin on this one, fellas and ladies. Maybe she been treating a lot. I don't know. Good sir, surprise her. Bring her something to her job. Foodie call. I called you. You at work? Hey. I'm bringing you in some Benihana's. Just come out and get it. Or I'm coming inside to give it to you. In front of your co-workers. Ladies, make them feel good. You know, you know the nigga like crustaceans. Garlic noodles. Yo, boo. I know you like garlic noodles. Guess what? It's your lunch break. I just wanted to bring you some by. Yeah. Like that Make them feel special Make them feel special That's the new foodie call So let's work on that The new foodie call Someone you're dealing with Not saying you got to trick off to somebody you just met And all of that I'm just saying For somebody you're really dealing with Or you want to really be dealing with And it seems like it's very positive on both ends Not like you overdoing it She overdoing it But You're kind of clicking Let's go with the new foodie call Call them up, you outside, bring it inside. Bring them their food inside or have them run out and get it. Whichever one is easier. The new foodie call. But the broke assness foodie call, let's put that one to a rest because that's really, that's fuck shit. Like, let's, let's, let's end that one. You know, let's end that one. So, yeah, that's that. That's that. And if you are doing foodie calls, you kicked out the queue. We're bringing that segment back next week, too. I don't care what nobody say. Fools is getting kicked out the queue. All right? So, last topic of the day, baby. What it do, baby? Shout out to Kawhi. Our good brother. Our good dear brother. LeVar Ball. She said, let's switch gears. You can switch gears with me anytime, Molly. You can switch gears with me anytime, Molly. You can switch gears with me anytime, Molly. What's that sound like to you? Sounds like he just, you can switch topics. He's very versatile. He likes to talk. He does like to talk, right? LeVar has been known to like to talk, right? He's been known for that. So it's not like this is something he doesn't, not someone who likes to speak. So just for a little backstory, LeVar Ball, founder of Big Baller Brand, dad of Lonzo, LiAngelo, and LaMelo Ball, was on ESPN, I believe, last week on First Take with Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, and Molly. And they was talking about something I don't quite remember. And um, Molly says, "Hey, you know, it was getting heated in there." She says, "Hey, let's the Lavar. Can we uh, can we switch gears?" Lavar said, "Yeah, you can switch gears with me anytime." At that point, Molly looks, "Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Calm down there. Calm down there." 
Let's let's stay on top of it. Calm, calm, calm down there, Lavar. Calm down, Lavar. Stephen A. Smith forgot to say he, you know, he looked at him like he meant something by it too. So I can't let can't let Stephen A. off with that one either. He looked at him like, yo, what you mean by that, bro? When I heard it. I heard that man respond to exactly what she said. Can we switch gears? You can switch gears with me anytime. Let's take it a step further with anything like that. Yo, can we go eat? You can you can eat with me anytime. We can go eat at any time. Anytime, anywhere. Can we talk? We can talk anytime. Come on, man. So as a result of that, and then being extra with it, LeVar gets banned from ESPN for inappropriate dialogue for that. You can switch gears with me anytime. It's ridiculous, man. I think it was a... Uh, I think they was trying to... Do anything they uh, I don't know I, I really Actually I can't even say that I don't know I don't know if they were tired of LeVar They got them all Like You don't have to bring LeVar on It's like it's, it's voluntary It's your show Like you can Have whoever you want on there So That was one Um So I don't know if it was them trying to get rid of LeVar But two It was like I think it's this sexualization that we always get, you know, with like black males, man. And it's unfortunate. Like he the man said, Can I switch gears? We can switch gears anytime. And instead of just seeing it as him responding to her question with the exact same phrase that she used it gets misconstrued not even I can't even say misconstrued because it was nothing to misconstrue it gets turned into they changed the narrative to oh he was being inappropriate he wanted Molly now it's two things I know about LeVar Ball I have never met LeVar Ball uh, in my life but from watching him on TV uh, I can tell it's two things that are absolutely true about him he loves his kids and he loves his wife. He's a very, 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 very family-oriented man, you know. So the fact that someone could even twist it into that, when you know that man track record with his family, with his wife, and, you know, and then based on the question, too, um, you know, it was... It was sad, man. It was sad to see that and put that out on his name. And now you got that attached to his name. And we've they've actually replayed clips uh, from, I guess, other times when he was on the show. And he said, yeah, we can switch gears. We can switch gears. So it's not the first time he's used that. And, you know, for some reason, uh, these people did what they did. And... Um, you know, I, I hope they can get that man the apology he deserves. Uh, if I was him, I probably wouldn't even go back on there anymore anyway. 
Uh, at least probably not that show. Uh, but they do owe him an apology, man, because that sexualization of the uh, black man is something we see very often. And, uh, you know, whether it's that lady in the liquor store who thought the little black boy touched her butt to Emma Till to this, like, and not comparing that, like, to Emma Till. We know that was, you know, crazy, ludicrous, but, and a whole different thing. But, uh, you know, I'm just talking about making the black man this like sexual type deviant you know what I mean so hopefully they give LeVar the uh, apology he deserves and uh, you know everybody can move on and everything be peachy cream but uh, yeah we'll see Ooh, excuse me but uh, that's it it's a wrap for today uh, some cool little topics hopefully something for y'all to talk about at work uh, hit me if it's anybody you think I should bring on this joint. Hopefully, we get Monty back on here very, 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 very soon. And uh, if you haven't already, like I said, go check out the Steve LeCart interview. And uh, we will be back here at the same place next week. That's my word. And uh, let's keep it going, man. Let's get far. Uh, make sure you definitely go pick up my book if you haven't yet. My book is available on pretty much every platform you need uh my historically black purpose that's my historically black purpose go pick that up all right love y'all man peace and the kuru matata niggas